the Lost at Home podcast. Here are your hosts, Scott Bear and Jeremiah Johnson. Hi, my name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And we're back for episode 109. That's right. Now, uh, in the famous words care. of Stan Lee, if yep. this is your first episode, because every episode could be somebody's first. That's right. We uh, thank you for joining us. We appreciate your taking your time out of your life to give us a listen. We hope you like. Yeah. And if you don't... Um, we don't care really. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I was right trying. Along. I was trying to. I was trying to find like a like a some kind of uh, simile or metaphor or something. Boy, I guess more like a simile between um, uh, losing your virginity and and for in general, and then losing your virginity for the the show's virginity or whatever you want to call it. Uh, and I couldn't think of one, so I just decided to tell you that I couldn't think of something. <laughs> Because well, that's the kind of show we are, folks. Well, if you're popping your cherry this week with the Lost and <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Whether it's with a vibrator app and you're just literally listening to us and putting that in various places. Or, so a, sharp, or a sharpened chopstick. Yeah. Sure. That's <laughs> how I lost my butt virginity. Yeah, it was at a P.F. Chang's. Like I say, whatever pops your cherry. Yep. All I right. know you're always saying that to like always people that. on the subway <laughs> randomly. You just like corner somebody and look at them in the elevator and go, whatever pops your cherry. <laughs> like, is that a question? What is it? Uh-huh. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in for the first time or for another time. And, uh, uh, you know, for those of you who have been with us, uh, at least for the last few episodes, um, you'll remember that last couple episodes we had some uh, some interviews that we did. We Instead did. of standard shows, we did some little bits of standard shows. We're back for a regular old normal show, whether that's good or bad for you. Uh, you'll find out. We're looking forward to a good sit down like the good old days. Um, we missed our uh, our usual um uh St. Patrick's Day type show. So it was like this sort of is but not like we normally do, which That's is true. But uh, ne- next year around I'll be living closer to you and we should be able to have one of our good old fashioned uh St. Patrick's Day shows where nobody has to drive anywhere, which means we can uh talk about molesting pirates again or pi- I mean sorry, mole- pirates that molest. Correct. Um so yeah, no, it's always been fun in the past and yeah, this is the first year of 3 years now running on the show where we did not do a St. Patty's Day. But yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm what okay. was I? It was on a Thursday, which is like right as like a show is posting. So it was like the timing was a little weird. Whereas before, uh, like last year, it would have been what, two days earlier because of the leap year, right? Was that what it, way it would have been? Uh, yeah, I was off by a little bit. Um, so so it would have been, we would have done it on like a Tuesday instead and been able to get up on a Wednesday or something. I don't know, something like that. Um, before we get going into the show proper, uh, we'd like to do a quick shout out. We are part of the Pottern family on Twitter. Uh, you can search for podcasts under the hashtag Pottern family. We're actually one of the founding podcasts in this group. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to two shows real quick. Uh, we have the Mr. BS show. Uh, you can find them at the Mr. BS show. Uh, it's a great little podcast. They actually had Andrew McElfrish from Education with Kevin Smith on recently. Oh, nice. And uh, we chatted a little bit about uh, his interview with us like over two years ago now. And he went back and listened to our interview as like a little bit of like a helping hand to get him geared up for his interview. Uh, I guess it went over really good. It's actually in my queue to listen to. I know it's a couple weeks old now, so I'm, I'm a little behind on his show. But I'm just encouraging people to check it out because he's definitely a huge Kevin Smith fan. Uh, they actually did this thing where they went and uh, went to a bunch of his shows and reported on it on their podcast, like oh, experience cool. and such. I guess uh, part of my reason for shouting them out this week is we uh, we just bought tickets to Hollywood Babylon. Uh, anyone who's a Kevin Smith fan knows that Hollywood Babylon is probably his flagship show for comedy. It's the funniest, and it's very formatted like our show. Yeah. But it's all entertainment news, uh, unlike us, which is more just weird news. Yeah. 
Uh, some in, so, with some uh, which is entertaining, but not entertaining. Correct. News. And uh, hopefully, maybe later this month, we'll be able to wrangle up an interview with Kevin Smith. Uh, yeah. In association with it, or at least maybe we'll get some audio clips from we, the actual show. <laughs> we not to spoil anything, but just in case somebody listens to one with Kevin Smith and it sounds a little off, we're also talking about flat out hijacking Q Q and A session and uh, it just recording the entire thing and snipping out bits of everybody else's Q and A. Talk about that. <laughs> just, like just barely did actually. So I don't know. I don't want to spoil that because. We might end up doing that if uh, if we don't get any kind of L- other leads. So we might hijack it, and then Kevin Smith will never want to talk to us again. But if he didn't want to talk to us the first time, correct? Well, then, yeah, hey, what are we gonna what do? We got, we got nothing to lose, baby. We can burn that bridge twice. <laughs> <laughs> Burn it like the first time. You're like, oh shit, I never crossed it. And then you have to rebuild the bridge, right. cross it, and then burn it. Burn it yeah. again. Right, right. Yeah, now, right. also speaking of Kevin Smith, uh, he is currently uh, directing an episode of The Flash. And this ties into the other Potter and Family podcast we want to give a shout out to. Podcast of Two Worlds. It is a Flash podcast about the show, the character, and anything related in between. Really? Okay. That's. It's, I wonder, did that exist prior to the show's existence or after? Uh, after. I'm right. guessing, yeah. Because The Flash was never like a real big A like character until like and then it like took off even they more really once, took yeah. off yeah. because the show is fucking cool oh, right? the, show's awesome. the show makes the flash pretty damn cool not that he wasn't always but he's was a little bit of the weaker of the characters yeah yeah and you can find uh at p o two w underscore flash podcast of two worlds p o two w underscore flash on twitter and you can look them up on itunes and give them a listen uh just want to give them both a shout out they're members of uh, the potter family they're friends of ours and you know we just like doing nice things for nice people. Cool. Now, we could probably just move into the show unless you have any other housekeeping you want to take care of. Not right now, I don't. So that's a long way of saying, <laughs> no, let's move into the show, Scott. Uh, Speaking of The Flash, watch Jair talk slow. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of the show is going to be one web dropping. That should be The Flash's newest villain, is someone who's so slow with their cadence of speech that it's frustrating to the point of, <laughs> like, The Flash having an aneurysm. Oh, he just get, like, has to go just to therapy. Just <laughs> Has to call his therapist up mid-fight be like, he fucking doing it again he's fucking talking slow to piss me off why (laughs) what a fucking dick well maybe if you weren't so fast all the time you'd be able to stop and smell the chrysanthemums because i gotta pick a longer name of a flower than roses <laughs> that's the Amazing. new character. Yeah, the that's newest the new Flash villain. God damn it, he's doing it again. Oh, that would be a bitch for an artist to have to draw into a comic book because the word <laughs> panels would be like taking up everything. That would be great if it was just like it was a splash page every time of just the face. Like each panel would have to be a splash page and then just packed one word per bubble yeah. going around in logical order. Yeah, exactly. So it's like it's like a splash page where uh, you know those cool ones where it's sort of a splash page and still broken into panels. Yep. So the words are really following succession, but really it's one image that's broken up across all yep. of them. Be something like that where yeah, the you would be getting the, and then just in the background be seeing like. Like the flash zip by in each panel, but really the there's a stationary panel as well. I like I'll that. Have to, yeah, we'll have, to, <laughs> I'll have to flesh that one out. Um, all right, sounds actually kind of fun to draw. Come to think of it, it actually kind of does. All right, uh, moving into the show proper, let's start with web dropping. Web dropping. Now, our first web dropping this week is a little wordy. So, trigger warning. It's a little wordy, and uh, we're gonna throw a trigger warning out there for uh, anyone oh, you who uh, anyone is a little cunty. Yeah. Or a cuntish. I'm really, I gotta say, uh, really happy about this story. Really happy about it. Yeah, this actually was given to us by Christopher Ball. Thank you very much. Chris is our PR guy. You can find him on Twitter at the Irish on Fire. Um, 
what we have here is the Oxford English Dictionary, which, as you know, adds words to its uh, growing cat- like catalog. Uh, what, what would it be? A dictionary of words? Yeah, something like that. Like a <laughs> dictionary of so, yeah. A dictionary of words. Well, every year they add new words. Um, apparently, they have added nine hundred new entries and sub entries recently. Uh, among them are, and this is kind of amazing, cunty, cuntish. Cunted, cunted and cunting. It's it's great because I have been using those. Well, we is, I've been using those words for years. I tell people and it was cunty all the time. Yeah, and it was before. Like uh, you know, there was a time where it was weird to say those words, and it definitely it has picked up. Uh, cunty, cuntish, cunted. I I, I didn't cunted realize people knew. I didn't realize people use. I I've used cunted a little bit. I'm like oh, but in yeah. the proper terminology, with cunted being slang for someone being under under the influence of drugs or alcohol. No, no, definitely not. No, okay. my mine mine is just using the term as in like, uh, like you know cunted. You're, you're yeah, it's like a past tense cunting. You know, you cunted. Yeah, it's just like she, I, she was somebody was cunting all over me. You know or. Uh, and it I sounds did, dirty, like but it's really... I, was, I didn't like the way that I just got cunted. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Where it's, you know, somebody... Uh, you know, because as we've stated on the show before, it, it's great that people could reappropriate this word for what it kind of is used for now, where it used to just be a term that was, like, derogatory toward women. I, I don't think I've ever used it... Well, I probably I, have. I, I'm sure lots and lots women, and lots of people take it gender-specific towards yeah, women, but honestly, I, just use I don't. It, no, no. And, and I just... And we've we've had some uh, discussion I, about the origin of the word cunt on the show to show, you know, uh, it's it's a chocolatey, amazing... Word, what is it? Chocolatey and round? Is that how Louis C.K.? I uh, think so. Yeah, I think that's how Louis C.K. Uh, uh, like talked about it in one of his stand-ups so i like in this uh this source article i found it says the crown jewels and the new editions are the four cunts oh okay <laughs> i just like how they refer to it the four cunts it sounds like you're going to the four seasons yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the four cunts motel i definitely know what kind of business they do there only by the hour by the 30 minutes actually it's like the double tree hotel like how did they come up with their name like how did you come up with the four cunts <laughs> <laughs> well let me tell you a real sophisticated story here yeah, so um, for anyone who's curious uh, about the distinction between these words, cunty is a word with which um, it is highly objectionable or unpleasant. Something is cunty is highly un- objectionable right, yeah. or unpleasant. Cunt-ish is a word to describe, such as an objectionable person or behavior. Yeah, like, and, and also... Like your, being, your, your behavior is cuntish. Yeah, it's not that you don't have to be or a cunt... cuntish. You, yeah, you don't have to be a cunt to act cuntish. You can be acting yeah. of a cunt. Cunted, so. as we said before, is slang for being under the influence of alcohol or drugs. And cunting is like fucking. Okay. It's just adding, it's literally just adding an ing to a otherwise standalone swear. Huh, huh. Like you could say fuck or he's fucking. See, that, that's, that's, so, a, that's a thing I, I uh, the one thing I don't like so cunting. much about the, some of the, it seems like a, like a very inconsistent, um, like it, it seems as opposed to using like the whole term cunt and then building around it like you would in enrollment like, yeah, adding because otherwise because otherwise you'd say fucked should be the uh, like fucked and fucking and fuck are three like the same word with different Those suffixes all three tenses um but whereas here you're saying cunted is different than cunting is different than cunt it really is it breaks the grammar yeah. rules so which, really which, it makes it very american english that's that's true i guess we just it follows the grammar rules of having no grammar rules first first rule yeah. of american grammar 
There are no there rules. Are no, no, yeah, but usually it's at least consistent within a word because the word is adopted from somebody else. Granted, this is uh, again. I would love this to get into a grammar colloquial. fight with you, but yeah. even the statement you just made could be proven wrong almost instantly just by going on the internet. <laughs> I hate to say it. That's, just, no, that's that's true. And, I, and the other thing too is we're talking about a word that was also not really ever. Uh, like a properly derived like Latin word or anything like that. So it's one thing when we adopt the like the Latin like a Latin word and then all of the uh, you know conjugations and all the different forms of that Latin word and then a German word and all the forms of that and then it slowly manipulates over time. I'm uh, I've always gotten angry about people who are so called uh, you know language and grammar Nazis because I I can't stand people who are who think that the little sliver of existence they live in right now and how we use grammar and language right now is the right way and they don't go bother going back no they're just see. they're just attention horse well they're people who i think are just they're bad at, at so many other look things at me. yeah yeah well be, I mean, like look how smart they're they're dumb about everything else i'm fine, I'm, take I'm the fine with being thing. a grammar whore to a to a small degree i mean if someone goes on facebook like trashy mctrash trash and writes in numbers and letters well where did it actually I, like? <laughs> i'm fine with i'm fine with being a douche and rewriting their statement and posting it as a comment yeah well that's that's uh, i'll even get some of that grammar wrong but at least mine's closer well the other thing too is you're doing that to drive a point more to be a dick than to uh, actually oh, to troll yes you're using it to I'm troll trolling. not to yeah whereas you're not actually like somebody like the people that annoy me the most are people mid-sentence during standard uh, conversation will interrupt and correct somebody for using the wrong form of a word or something like that even if it's a completely wrong word if you're using it in the context and it gets the idea across and especially if you know the person enough to know that they're not actually misusing it they just misspoke yeah. and everybody around you knows exactly what they mean that they mean it means the language has done its job well, you, and the conversation is brought forward whereas you're actually doing the worst thing you can do to language which is interrupting a conversation and preventing the forward momentum of a conversation yeah. by pretending that you know something more about the language now that's not to say when you're correcting you know uh, if, if I read something that's published and it's you know it's whacked to pieces even if it's like a blog post I get really frustrated I'm like have somebody fucking read your stuff don't sound like an idiot but in spoken word conversation things like that you know let it fly oh yeah I, I agree entirely and in fact you know me well enough to know that I'm one of those people who doesn't care and will defend the other side of it like I will say uh, I, I don't even understand how it could have been funner. Yeah. And someone will be like, more fun. I'm like, did you understand what I said? Yeah. Then, then I spoke words. Like, yeah. Words convey meaning. If you understood what I said, then fuck off. Yeah, and again, if you if you were to be you writing, if you were well to be writing something like, uh, like it's supposed to be... Um, you know, perceived you you want like a certain perception of being taken seriously and stuff on the internet or uh, in an article or something like that. Yes, you correct those. Yes, but in in conversation or in even just standard, conversational or, or, English is a yeah. way, and that includes stuff on point. like and, and that includes stuff on like Facebook and even some blog posts and stuff like that where you're just spouting something conversationally, like Facebook and Twitter and stuff. Those are generally more conversational. It's it's colloquial. It's not uh, something that's supposed to be chopped to pieces, re-edited, all this kind of stuff. It's whatever's off the cuff, off the top of your head. And sometimes, guess what? Your brain is moving along and just sending shit to your mouth. You know, just us it. just us having this conversation right now, there's at least a certain percentage of listeners who are having mild aneurysms. <laughs> I know. They're I just know. like, I, I know friends no, of mine who... No, you're wrong. And yeah, sure. You know what? This is opinion-based. We're not talking fact right now. If we want to talk no. fact, we could maybe list off a few more of the words that the Oxford English Dictionary allows in yeah in addition to cunty cunted cuntish and cunty yes um they added in words like beatboxer which okay. my yep. god i can't believe that hasn't been added already no i mean I, it's just a so uh, 
So does that mean beatboxing was in there, but not Possibly, beatboxer? Possibly, unless they're just using that as a example without getting into all the different. I'm wondering because like they're like, oh, beatboxing was definitely a thing, but you never actually uh, observed the fact that a person could be a beatboxer. True, a, you could be a person beatboxing, but never a beatboxer. It would have to be. Well, you know how the dictionary works; they have other terms. No, I don't. Please phrases. explain it to me, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate grammar. Okay, yeah, clearly we, we yeah. can tell clearly. Yeah. Uh, other new words: uh, bestie. Yep. Chugging. Death spiral. Do over, exfoliator, sciency, wackadoodle. Well, we had really we had exfoliator. Really, like that's not a new well, fangled ex- term. Exfoliate, exfoliated again. It seems like there there's a common theme there in a couple of these, or at least okay, those two science where where it's uh where they they took like you could exfoliate you could be a person that exfoliates but there was never actually a term for somebody who exfoliates that, though like at the same time it's like i can add ish to almost any word and i do often <laughs> yeah and and basically oh, it's fun. You, you could double the length of the average dictionary just by adding ish to every word yeah the ones that don't already yeah uh i mean really you could kind of make you could also make verbs into or nouns into verbs and uh yeah. and vice versa like that people do from time to time i mean oh shoot there's I can't remember. We we did a whole uh, month last year of, uh, of language. We in, did. In, it was a very, very and fun we probably and got, educational month we got. I think we probably got into the same argument. Not ar- us arguing, but us arguing with invisible people that, like, we didn't. Listeners, Jared. Yeah. They're called yeah. listeners. <laughs> Wait, Hi, <laughs> listeners. We appreciate you tuning in. <laughs> no, we hope like this isn't them. your last episode. <laughs> hey, listen. If uh, they didn't they didn't drop when we started getting all cunty and cuntish about things, uh, I like think they're still. There's, yeah, we're uh, they're still like, okay, I could take the cunts, but now you're attacking the English language like it's some fucking perfect. Moving amazing, on before yeah. we offend any more cunts, let's get into our next story. <laughs> That's the last the demographic I want to. Uh, What's the word? Offend. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was the word you were missing. I was curious because I didn't think that was the one. <laughs> well, the, the funny, like, I, I did have a slight pause. I'm like, I got to make this pause longer to to draw that point out uh, of whatever point I was trying to make. Now, so, yeah. as most people who listen to our show know, we are based in Vermont. We are Vermont's number one podcast. We are definitely Vermont's number one celebrity interview podcast. We are definitely Vermont's number one weird, strange news Comedy podcast. news, yep. Yep. And now we've made the news. Uh, our next story in web droppings is drunk Vermonter steals pizza delivery car to catch impromptu flight out of Jackson. And by this, we're saying the state, not not we made the news, unless I this is has to a do Vermonter, with you. a Vermonter abroad. Yes, yes. yeah, or <laughs> no, no, or, no, no, or no, not no, abroad I mean, so much, but uh, no, it wasn't a woman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're terrible. Oh, listen to you. Uh, in Wyoming, I believe, right? Jackson, Jackson Hole. Uh, it was the Jackson Hole Airport, yes. Yeah. Um, so what happened was a 21-year-old Vermonter was drunk, and he was drunk. 21-year-old? Just, just old enough to drink. Uh, he was drunk when he arrived at the airport on Wednesday. Uh, this was Wednesday of last week, the day before St. Patrick's Day. He uh, bought a plane ticket and boarded an aircraft bound for Boston. Uh, but uh, some other things happened in between. Uh, <laughs> like an arrest. I, want, okay. I just, I like that. I like your journalistic integrity is amazing. And uh, some stuff happened, and you just like got bored of the teleprompter. Like, yeah, yeah, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, no, okay. So this story is about Quinn McElwain. Uh, he got into an argument with his friends at the Elk County Inn. And he felt it was very, very urgent to leave. At this point, we don't really know what happened or why he did leave, but he decided drunkenly 
He was done at the Elk Lodge, and he was It was gone. done in Wyoming. Just he wanted gone. to fucking get to Boston ASAP. Yep, so... Which is probably he didn't where he a, needed to then go to... to well, he to didn't have a ride to the airport, right. and he was drunk. And he so hates he, his friends. He's not going to ask for a, a drunk ride Well, I think he friends. was mad at his friends. That's why he That's left what it sounded like. Inn. Yeah, yeah. So he left the Elk County Inn and immediately stole a pizza delivery car parked outside and drove it drunkenly to the airport. Uh, at the point he left the car at the airport, it was still running, by the way. It's not like he parked it and closed the doors and just walked into the airport. He just parked it, still running, I opened just like the a, door and walked out of it. <laughs> I like the thought of him just barrel rolling out of it while it oh still like just rolls, <laughs> just like rolls into traffic. He's like sauntering into a fucking airport that way. Well, it was a Rav Four. I mean, if you just roll out of a Rav Four, it's probably gonna hurt some people. Like, <laughs> it's true. Like, like if it was like an Impreza or something. Meh. Yeah, yeah. Those I, things are basically paper mache. I, I feel like uh, uh, I don't know if his best judgment was behind him to make that kind of call, but apparently uh, it was just enough for him to at least stop the vehicle, not necessarily turn it off, though, right? It just left it running and was like, yeah, all right, see ya. Now, um, after getting into the airport, he basically went up to the counter, which I think is a nightmare. Uh, how many times have you ever actually gone to a counter and bought a plane ticket? Don't we just do that online now? I've n- I literally have never done that. But uh, I, I think the only time you do it is when you have like a last minute, like, I need to Oh, exactly. It. I've done it once in my entire life where I had a flight to New York uh, where I got to the gate one or two minutes too late yeah. to use the computer. And they refused to let me on the plane that was going to board for the next 45 minutes. Right. It, I mean, so, And I had to buy new tickets right at the counter. But I could not even imagine trying to navigate all of that drunk. Well, the thing that I, I'm actually really impressed by this person is that, like, that had to be one hell of... Okay, I understand, like, I've been drunk and gotten, like, pissed at my friends or whatever, like, for stupid reasons. But, like, nah. And then, like, I barely make it home because that's how drunk I have to be to, like, it be that. This this person had fucking perseverance. One, to just be like, all right, fine. I'm going to steal a car and go get a plane ticket. It sounds great in your head, but you're all drunk. But then you get to the fucking place and you're like, all right, I'm going to stand in line. I'm going to buy this plane ticket. I know yeah. where I'm going to go. I know I'm going to, like, how drunk could he have been? And then all of a sudden he's like, now nah, I'm going to make it through security. Well, he did. He made it onto the flight. He made it He made it home. to. <laughs> We made it to another airport because it was a connecting flight. Right, yeah. And the police called ahead to that airport to stop him. Yeah. And he made it, it onto the next plane. He, he made it to Boston, right? Yeah. He, was, uh, he wasn't which even means, aiming for Vermont. He was aiming for Boston yeah. of all places. Which I'm guessing, like, he got pissed as a friend. He's like, I'm going to go back toward home and fucking party for real because uh, they have huge... Uh, yeah, fuck you guys and your fucking, fucking Oak Inn or what, what was the Elk Oak Inn? Or yeah, the Elf Lodge or elk something. Elk Lodge. Elk? <laughs> oh, Elk. Elk, elk, <laughs> elk Country Inn. Uh, so he literally was like, "Fuck this party, it's lame. I'm going to Boston to drink with real people." Well, that like, well, they Boston has outside of, uh, I don't know, it's, it's outside of outside of Vermont, maybe, it probably has the highest per capita Vermonters. Well, and well, it's also <laughs> just like there. If he's going for uh, the sake of trying to get there for St. Patrick's Day, they're like the biggest, most rowdy St. Patrick's Day celebrations outside. I mean, true. That's he got, like, he he got like big ones in like for. Philly and stuff yeah. like that. But like Boston's like the big one. Yeah, the, right now the story is kind of open-ended because we don't know. With, any, with There were no follow-ups, so we don't know if he actually did get caught in the end. But the owner of the car did report it stolen. Yeah. The police did find it at the airport and all the were stuff able was in to there. reunite the owner of the car with the car. All the possessions, everything. The yeah, person just wanted to get damaged. to the airport. Uh, didn't leave it rolling into traffic like I suggested. And uh, so I, I would have been worried. But the only thing, uh, so I guess, and I'm wondering if it's under just, if it sounds like he just violated a Wyoming state law. So... Probably if he just stays out of Wyoming, he's fine. Technically, he should get drinking and driving. But he didn't get caught drinking and driving. He showed up drunk. And there's no proof now. He showed up drunk, and they think he probably stole that car. And that's about... So the only thing I think they said they could be charged with was taking unauthorized use of a vehicle. 
and that was it. yeah. It's not, not even, even stealing because he like he, it's unauthorized use because he left it and it got re, yeah. it got returned and he didn't. It's such a weird. So story. And, and and that sounds like it's probably like a state law where you know he went out it, it, if he just stays out of Wyoming. Um, sadly, he was probably in Wyoming, Jackson Hole for the skiing because Vermont has had such shitty skiing this, this season. But uh, it, it sounds like he, I kind of want to find this person and just you know. I don't know. Talk to them and see what the fuck happened. Yeah, they're, they're in they, Vermont. They we can are find a them. Vermonter. We can at least find them and get a, a follow up ourselves. Like, is hey it, man, what happened? Is it so weird that our state is so small that when I saw the name, I was like, do I know that person? Like, I gave it a moment's thought. Like, no, nah, I've never met. I know it's that it's name. it's a joke in like other circles where people like like, oh yeah, man, I'm from New York. Oh man, my cousin from New York. Do you know him? And like, that's a joke in Vermont. That's actually possible where. You like, oh yeah, my cousin's from Vermont. Do you know him? And like, there's a good chance. Yeah, it's been oh, totally. a while that we've bumped into them or know the last name or know the family name or something. So, all right, good uh, for you, Vermonter. Moving on to the next story, uh, Jerry, you added a uh, secondary bit of information to this. Yeah, this story. is just a, a second source. Uh, this, this one, this one's interesting. Um, it, okay, well, well, I guess I'll just go with the backstory. Uh, somewhere in uh, mid December-ish or so, um, this city in uh, or town, I guess actually, county. Um, yeah, the the, the, t- the the town itself, I think, is the, the one that um, uh, held the the city quote unquote city council or town council meeting to pretty much zone some solar a solar farm. Yeah, um, a pretty and, standard solar farm like you see popping up yeah. all over the country. Nice, good, clean, renewable energy. And uh, the the short version is they rejected it, which and a lot of the arguments were for the same arguments we see them getting rejected even in Vermont, which is very green energy friendly. Uh, you know, which is a lot of times has to do with you know some property value concerns, um, things like that. What makes this case a little more special is that some of the arguments used to shoot down this solar farm were Hilarious. less than rational or intelligent. Yes. Uh, I think the first one is a good testament to this. Uh, quote, the solar farm would suck up all the energy from the sun and business would not come to Woodland. Yes. So businesses wouldn't move in because of the panels and the sun would blacken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure if there had been Which is some... a very specific problem to this town. Like, yeah, yeah. No no other town with solar no panels one has, would be affected. Has, has been... It just... They were going to dial these fuckers up to 11. It just... <laughs> just <laughs> it would literally... Like, you no. had to, okay, once again, I'm, I'm going to embarrass Jeremiah here. Jer has not seen Star Wars Episode Seven. No, I have not. Now, basically what these people did, I think, although this story did come out slightly before the movie came out, uh, the super weapon in Star Wars Episode Seven for everyone who's seen it, is Starkiller Base, which sucks the energy out of a local sun and channels it into a laser. Do you, you think maybe so this I person... I think they thought that, yeah, we basically were going to create a small Starkiller Base in North Carolina that would drain <laughs> the sun of its power. Well, the thing is, though, but you think at least be like, well, at least we're the one with the super laser. Like, I'd be okay with that if that was on the town council <laughs> meeting. Maybe that was just left in the, the fine print, like, you know, oh, and by the way, we're definitely not going to build a super laser, uh, a Starkiller Blazer, whatever the hell. Um, <laughs> Starkiller <out of> <laughs> Super Laser. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um... It's as ridiculous as it sounds. And the... <laughs> um, okay, the, the thing I, I read in the original article, um, this was uh, mainly brought up mostly by a couple people, but there's one person in particular. Um, let me see if I can actually find their uh, their quote. The thing I felt bad about was the fact that Strata Solar or the people who wanted to, um, or the people who were going to put up the solar farm, and they had to be the experts actually politely, uh, you know, giving the facts after the public comment to the people um, responding to their comments. And 
I just I I can't imagine like the person who actually had to respond to this having to, to try patient. to do so like like by the way you're talking you to know, children you know that this can't like they're pretty much they they had to try to describe it in fact which is almost dumb to do at that point because clearly the person doesn't care about fact if they don't know the fact that you know you're not sucking the energy yeah. from the sun that it's like whatever the they they said oh the, I've seen solar farms around and and where solar panels are the vegetation around them is like brown and blah blah, blah. they probably saw that in That's one place also because they are giant things that block the sun so plants aren't going to grow under them no that's what i was like they, yeah, they cast a shadow just, just like if you planted a giant tree or put anything else like a canopy in over a shadow, something yeah. in a shadow and didn't let the sun get to it yeah of course you're going to have that issue but it's not like i just can't imagine well, having to like talk to, like politely be like by the way folks uh well this, you're you're stupid but i can't tell you that well the bad part about being stupid is if you have credentials behind it a retired science teacher in the town came oh, yeah. to this meeting and said that the proposed solar ranch could hinder photosynthesis in the area and stop plants from growing, and then protested that no one could tell her solar panels didn't cause cancer. That was the that was the other part I was looking for because that's the same person and 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 she's probably right. There is probably no study that's ever been done to say solar panels don't give you cancer. She I also she's nobody, probably right. Nobody can necessarily tell but me why that she doesn't give people cancer. Exactly, it's one of those things where it's like. This pen in front of me. You don't, is it giving me cancer right now by being in my proximity? That's not how. There's no study to say it hasn't. Although or won't. You, you, you don't study every single thing everywhere for to see if it doesn't do something. Like right, you wait to see like oh there's uh, there's probable you know a cause apparently to say oh smoking gives you cancer because a lot of people who smoked got cancer. It's not like she's but, like I I know somebody who lived nearby a solar farm once and they got cancer. Well yeah the fucking statistics are probably out there. That by, will, by the way, Jerry, I, I really do want to talk to you sometime about the cancer you've been giving me. Well yeah, I've been. I, I'm covered in just tumorous growths. Well yeah, I've been. It, I've been. Uh, more I've been tumor doing than best. man at this point. Yeah, we, we and do. I, it's, it's definitely proximity based to you. Well, you do. You realize, I don't see a reason I, why it wouldn't be. I, I what I do is I, I have this uh, super uh, like X-ray that is just. You do hum all the time. Do you do you realize our walls are glowing and I'm always in one of those giant hazmaty lead lined suits? I do. Granted, I do. I'm giving myself lead poisoning, but at least I'm not getting this radiation stuff. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, it's like we're glowing. You know, you wouldn't get as much lead poisoning if you would just stop licking the interior of the suit while you're in it. It tastes good. Have you ever tasted lead? <laughs> All right? Lead in your own sweat. Like, I, I knew the second I started eating graphite pencils that those weren't lead, and I was so pissed off as a kid. I was like, what the fuck? You're not even giving it. You're calling this, this pencil lead, and it's graphite? I got so irritated that I started going out, and I found all this lead. I'm talking paint. I'm talking all this crazy stuff, and I started chomping on it when I was a kid to build up a tolerance. And it didn't work, so now I just have lead poisoning. Yes, that's what every kid who grew up in a house with lead paint and ate the chips on the window so was doing. Building a tolerance. Yeah. I feel like that's also like, uh, it's probably that's, the good thing that all this poisonous water and stuff oh is yeah, out there. Kid, kids of Flint, Michigan, you're just building a tolerance. The next to generation, lead okay, damage. you might not live long enough to have kids, but if you do, your kids probably going to be immune or poisoned. But, you know, flip or, of a coin. Yeah, there'll definitely be something. Little, I'll, little potato one and little potato two. <laughs> flip that disease <laughs> coin a little bit. <laughs> Roll the dice, baby. All right. Well, um, we're going to move out of web droppings now into what would be called a new segment, except we really haven't even come up with a good title for it or music or anything. That's how a lot of our segments start. They're kind of like a brainstorm. We just kind of feel it out to see if it's a continuing segment, and if, if not, then we leave it. If so, then next time around, we'll have a little intro and theme and all that. Yeah, what are my, uh, what are my personal passions? Amazon is fun. Amazon is fun. Amazon is fun. 
Maybe maybe lay, lay a track under that. And oh, like a sweet, smooth R&B bass line. With a, and co- a, with a choir behind you. And a uh, drum and bass beat. The choir needs to sing different lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Amazing Grace. Yeah. <laughs> Unrelated lyrics. Amazon is fun. How sweet the sound. <laughs> Uh, All right. Um, so essentially what this is, is I love doing random searches. Search engines are probably my favorite thing on the internet, period. Uh, past segments of the show have had me uh, doing Google searches for various uh, weirdness. Well, I, my, my original uh, thought with the intro to this, and I, I decided to scrap it, was to just repurpose, well, spitting all over, um, repurpose the your Google hole segment. And essentially just, and that's in, what it is. It's an Amazon yeah. hole. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. It is. Uh, you you like you like searching around. Um, always put podcast after your searches. I I think I, I I'm, the 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 hole I've internet dug for myself is <laughs> beyond. It's, yeah, it's beyond repair. Yep. I, I someone at one point was like, and this is a personal story. Uh, we talk politics amongst us, friends and such, all the time. And someone goes, "Why don't you actually run for something? You're so passionate." And I'm like, "Nope. Uh, I've I, my internet search history is I, I'm damned. I could never run for office. No, it would be I, a- I would have to go back and spend years with a team of forty scientists to destroy all evidence of my footprint on the internet. You would have to have like Google and NSA insiders to help you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Er- erase your uh, your Google footprint and your Amazon whole footprint. And I, I think, think I think the internet has made me unelectable. Well, the thing is, the funny thing about that is the well, next. Well, I, gener- I guess the- that would mean I made myself unelectable, but no. Yes. I blame yeah. the internet for being so goddamn sexy. <laughs> well, well, the funny thing about the it is the, the next the next generation. The house. <laughs> God, let me just type in internet upskirt pics. <laughs> you know, the it's, internet wants it's, it. It's recursive. It's like somehow the inter- the the internet actually blows up on itself because it uh, you try to look up the internet version of the stuff. Internet, <laughs> I like where you're going. Internet. It's in my head, Scott. Okay, uh, no, but you know, the next generation of uh, uh, elected politicians and stuff really aren't going to have as much of a problem because everybody's on a level playing field. We're actually at a point where there are people from that are in office now who just didn't have as much access to the internet to necessarily have these problems yet. Yeah. And they, they were able to shut them off. Uh, the people who are like, uh, you know, generation below us and millennials and whatnot, uh, they are, they're like, everybody has the same drunk pictures on Facebook, all the shit that's going to be dug up where everybody's going to be like, yeah, okay. So there's dick pics for everybody. Like you don't even bring that up because they're just going to dig yours up. So everybody's going to be like honest, Play like field. Where like you that. are at now is where everybody's just gonna start. Well, no, you've dug a pretty deep hole. No, 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 you no, You would no, no. still be fucked. I, I went <laughs> would, pro. Yeah, you would still be. <laughs> you would still have a problem even in the next generation. Yeah, I, I believe I've gone pro. Yeah, people don't even know how to sleuth like you down these dirty holes. So, what do you got for us down this dirty Amazon hole? Well, literally, I just spent a couple hours on Amazon looking for. We'll call it things. Um, the first thing I found was a book. It's actually something you can get for the Kindle e-reader or any for other. free. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, well, <laughs> I think it's amazing that it's free because, well, you can read part of it free if you want all of it. It's $3. That's true. Okay. It, it's three. You can. You don't need all of it. Unless you have. Am- I think you can just read part of it. You're right. Or if you have Amazon Prime, it's free unlimited. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, because the, the Kindle stuff, there's certain stuff there you can get for free or whatever. Now, this is one of them. The name of this book is uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yep. <laughs> DiCaprio. Instead on of, purpose. Yes. Finally wins his award and it pounds him in the butt. It's it okay. I like how they don't even say, say just, ass or anything. Just, it pounds him in the butt. Nope. Just gonna. Just, it, now, this is this is a post Oscar season. Like we know, Leonardo DiCaprio won for Revenant, right? Uh, first time uh, Oscar winner. Uh, probably deserved it many many times over for previous films. Uh, 
definitely, definitely worth. He he earned it. He deserved it. Oh no, and that was like the the whole the that was kind of the the buzz about it. Was just like, is this finally the year they're going to give it to him? It was like, and it's only been three it took, weeks. It took forever for Scorsese to it get took, one. It took right? him like, years and years and years and years, and years and decades and decades and decades to get that award, and it only took three weeks for Leonardo DiCaprio Caprico. finally wins his award and it pounds him in the butt. The novel. Yes, I love the fact that this person um, when when they were like probably sat this, on this, this is, piece this of a, art. This is a great way to. Um, I mean. They didn't bother trying to like give it any artistic title. They just know exactly what they're going. And this is this is a pretty great. First of all, in the in the book, um, uh, I've read some of it. Is uh, it's he wins for the Revenass instead of yep, the Revenant. The Revenass. Yep. Um, and it's it's. Uh, I actually have a little excerpt here in case. It Please just go like, ahead and read it. All right. In, in any voice you feel like using. I have no idea what voice it's going to be yet. Probably just a regular old boring one. Uh, but this is. Uh, let me set the stage for you. This is uh, Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio has just been presented with the award, um, has received the award, not in the way that he's about to, though, um, okay, okay. for for the Revan ass from uh, presenter Tom's Cruz, C-R-U-Z. Okay. 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 And this is first person from, uh, from Leonardo DiCaprio's mouth. Okay. I'm completely lost in the moment, overwhelmed with desire for this prestigious award. I don't care that the whole world is watching us hanging on every word as we express ourselves in flagrant display of ferocious homosexuality. Of course, I'm not actually gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but I've simply never found myself attracted to another man. However, a handsome award and a handsome guy are two very different things. Driven mad with lust, I open my mouth wide and take the award shaft between my lips, bobbing up and down a few times before retracting him again. A long thread of saliva hangs from my lips and connects to the head of his enormous rod. You taste amazing, I inform the golden statue. Like victory. Before he has a chance to respond, I swallow him down once more, this time pushing his length as far as I can into my throat. He slips deeper and deeper within me, eventually reaching the limits of my gag reflex. Somehow, I'm able to relax enough that the ward continues onward, past my previous limits, in a stunning deep throw. The ward holds me there for a moment, my face pressed hard against his beautifully sculpted abs, until I'm just about to run out of air. Finally, the statue lets me up with a gasp, only moments away from passing out, but pleasantly satisfied by the rough treatment. I want to be punished by my award for Most Handsome Buckaroo. Uh, a little aside, that's the name of the award that he won, Most Handsome Buckaroo. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I, I, want to, I want him to let me feel like the godlike... I'm sorry. Uh, I want him to let me feel the godlike vastness of his mighty power. Fuck me, I demand, standing up again and tearing away my tie. I throw it to the side of the stage, my jacket coming off soon after, then quickly unbuttoning my shirt along with it. Soon enough, I'm completely naked before the packed auditorium, my toned body on display for the entire world to see. I lean forward, embrace myself on the podium, turning so that my ass is pointed out towards the handsome, hulking statue behind me. Do it, I command. Show me who the real winner is. I don't know why I chose to change his voice when he's speaking versus when he's narrating. I don't know either, but I love what you do with the music under there. Yeah, it's, it, it sounded really good. It's intense, right? Yeah. The intensity just like just killed it. So, uh, so yeah, uh, that was I believe Chuck Tingle or something like that. It was Chuck Tingle who wrote that, That's and right. you can find that on Amazon. Yep. Um, if you've on. got Prime, uh, Prime, uh, it's free. Uh, if not, uh, it's only a few bucks. Yeah, it's uh, only a couple dollars. Totally worth the support. Support writers. Support. <laughs> <laughs> Support the writers if you want to. We we just used air quotes for writers. So. Speaking of uh, writers, uh, right. moving on to the next book, we have Matthew Hutchkins who wrote a choose your own adventure book called 
Killing Hitler with Praise and Fire. Choose your own horrible history. Oh, okay. This is a choose-your-own-adventure book where you get to take on the role of a time traveler who is about to kill Hitler. You travel from the year 2525 and explore 13 different time periods with over 100 different endings. Um, literally, the options range from a standard shoot Hitler in the face kind of moment to like Lovecraftian style horror. I'm thinking you might maybe call it Cthulhu to kill him. Okay. Uh, there was a review here that I like that in quote says, I enjoyed the story. I took the World War One path and tried to take him out early and successfully got myself mugged, just like a Saturday night at home. <laughs> um, I, I don't really know what they mean by that, but the uh, the writer is a novice Australian writer who has so far released two books, Olfus and Killing Hitler. Um, no. the, Was the other one a Choose Your Own Adventure? Well, apparently, I, I, I don't know if that's know. what I, this I, person specializes in. I never thought that that would be like a genre that people write, but obviously people got by on doing that. Well, he considers uh, this to be the first in a series. Okay. So I'm kind of curious. Like alternate history series? Like all of a sudden, or, I or a I Hitler series? I imagine it's another Killing Hitler series. Yeah, no, I think it would be like a cool alternate uh, alternate history Choose Your Own Adventure series or something. I, I do like that at the very bottom of that post, you know, the uh, if you like this, you might also like this. I'd like to see um, You are a cat choosing your own adventure book where suddenly you just become a cat and you choose an adventure as a cat. Oh, I'm curious if it's like really mundane cat shit. Like you want to lick your asshole? You want to take a nap? amazing if it was super mundane. You want to meow at the tuna, uh, the, the can opener for fucking 20 minutes? Or do you want to lick your asshole? The licking your asshole is always an option. In fact, it's actually just one book uh, with the adventure that you choose at the end of each page is always one to go elsewhere in the book forward or just to go back to licking, licking your own asshole. asshole. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to go to the pool of sun that moved three quarters of an inch to the right in your <laughs> living room or would you like to go back and lick your own asshole? <laughs> I, think, I think we can you, run a better cat. You, you, heard, you heard a can of wet food being opened. Yeah. Do you run happily to the kitchen and meow until it's put down in front of you? Or there go you back and lick your, lick your own asshole? <laughs> I, I, I say we got to write a couple of excerpts <laughs> for our own. I think we're going to give this person a run for their money. Now, kind of makes next, me want to write some Choose Your Own Adventures, actually. Now, the next item on Amazon is a real human skull with carrying case. Now, this made me pause because I didn't know you could buy human bones on Amazon. I thought it was illegal. Oh, yeah, because I, like, I, really I feel like that would illegal. be opening up a market, like being like, oh. Absolutely, yeah. Because one thing to like, I guess maybe historical. If, if I can monetize all the murders I've committed. I'm going and digging up some fucking shallow <laughs> graves right now, man. Like, I thought eBay had strict rules. I guess I'm going to sell on Amazon now. Yeah, Jesus, I know. I've, I've just been throwing away all my dead bodies in pools of acid like a sucker. Jeez, man. <laughs> like a sucker. Like some kind of chump. Oh, jeez, man. I could what kind of asshole am I? I've been melting my bodies. Oh, I, could, I could have been turning them over for profit. That's right. Yeah, sure. Maybe that, like, slightly enhances the chances of me getting caught. But Well, maybe this what's your whistle. How much do you think this skull goes for? 40 bucks. $2,000. Wow. For a skull. Okay. Oh, and with carrying case. Do you just, like, throw in, like... I want to know what the skull carrying case is. I hope to fucking God it's a bowling ball bag. <laughs> like, just a leather bowling bag. <laughs> oh, man. I like the thought of, like, them like throwing... Like a nice one. Throwing in, like, uh, like... Oh, it's, like little it's, it's a two-for-one deals? It's a creepy box with feet. That's cool. Like, baby's feet. Like, <laughs> like literally. <laughs> just stinking, festering children's feet that are... Like, like the skull's playing peekaboo. <laughs> oh, that's cool. 
That's yeah, like you know what? Cool. I hate to say it. I kind of wish it wasn't two thousand dollars, but or I had two thousand dollars to spend on the skull. Okay, so or I had one of those fucking uh, vats of acid uh, that I that well, wasn't dirty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> With bodies, I, I think all the mine are, are partially uh, uh, melted by this now. This vat of acid's lousy with corpses. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, more corpse sludge than it is acid at this point? So this is what got me is I really thought that selling bones on Amazon or eBay was totally not cool or against the law or against policy. Pick one. Like, it just shouldn't be done. So what they have in their post is something I've never seen before because I guess I don't buy many things that fall into a gray legal area. Um, Legal disclaimer on Amazon. Didn't kill this person. Despite popular belief, human bone is 100% legal for the general public to own and purchase in the United States. So Okay. Uh, that's a tidbit that usually I, I I don't think many of our listeners know. I, I bring that to I, to everyone as news. Gotta have to tell you that it is not on the bottom uh, of many purchases of mine. Now, if you're curious, the item weighs 15 ounces. That's about okay. That's what a human skull is. Weighs. That a do they, do they specify weight, male, female, uh, kid? Ooh, that is good. Uh, the manufacturer, by the way, is Skulls Unlimited international unlimited they're definitely skulls killing people unlimited. it's like we can get as many skulls as you need give us a little time you got your skulls okay you want to hear more fa- shady stuff origin made in usa or imported <laughs> so origin so, so Earth. It, it might as well just say skull <laughs> yeah is skull oh um, god cu- customer reviews three out of five stars average uh, I'm going to the reviews. I, okay, because I actually want to. Do want, you want to see the one star reviews? I, I want like uh, I want would have would have given somebody leaves like a three star review like would have given five stars, but skull belonged to wife or something. Yeah. Like that. All right, first one star review. Okay. First off, why do you need a carrying case? Second off, why <laughs> buy one when you can get it for free? I like that. The, I like that regardless of what their second one was going to be, that their first qualm was with the fact that like, what kind of bum needs a carrying case for their skulls? Uh, I just wear mine around my neck like one of those uh, voodoo ritual people. Now, I'm going to skip the next one star review because it's not very good. But the next one, I need I need background on this. Uh, this person is very indignant and angry. Uh, people are letting their kids play with this as a toy and using it as a candy bowl. What's wrong with you people? Have some respect. <laughs> Who? They did. Who, they, 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 Who bought their kid a two thousand dollar human skull as a toy? They saw it at their neighbors, and their kid was just eating some fucking. They just had to have one. candy corn mommy, out of it. Mommy, mommy, Jack Jackson has a skull as a toy. Yeah, come on, he's polishing it and eating candy corns out of it all day. I saw him fucking the aisle. Oh, come I don't on, no fucking is, but I'm not gonna be left behind and picked on by the other kids in school. <laughs> you haven't even fucked your fox eye holes yet. Come on. <laughs> The kid's got like a slew of fucking dead animal carcasses riddling his wall. But I want a human skull. Okay. All right, baby Dahmer. There's got to be something here about the kids. Uh, next one, one star. Uh, this is disgusting, disrespectful, and many other things. Wrong, 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 wrong. Human remains should be buried the proper way, not displayed on a shelf, or played with by kids. Disgusting. So they're just what, assuming what, probably- that's... What, was it's it not sold a under toys? <laughs> in the kids' department, like there's a Fisher Price ride along toy. Yeah, yeah. And there, there's and like the customers who bought this. There's also, a Star yeah. Wars action figure and, and a then skull. You like put all your Star Wars action figures in this in nice case. carrying case. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay. Princess so, Leia fits perfectly in the eye socket of human skull, fifty an ounce. Okay, so five star reviews. I'm curious because somebody had to mention kids at some I was, point. I was wondering that, like, great for the kids, like, right off the bat. 
Uh, okay, five star. Uh, look at the bones. I simply love your human skull. I must must buy one for all my human skull loving friends and family. The case is perfect to hold this amazing human skull, and no one on the bus even suspects that I have it. <laughs> in short, this is an ideal human skull that I would recommend for anyone who treasures bones and stuff, especially real ones. I I certainly <laughs> I like the even notice on the bus. I, I I like the thought of like having one on the bus, but but do, using it for like a candy dish. So then when people come by and be like candy, and you open it up, and there's like human skull filled with candy. Uh, second five star review. Uh, it is a very good purchase for using as a laxative. I ground it up and put it in smoothies. Delicious. Okay. Good call. Yep. Good call. Uh, another Seems one. like a really expensive laxative. Yeah, and the next five-star review. So they make great ornaments and sacrific- uh, sacrificial tools. Uh, everyone should have a real human skull. They make great ornaments and sacrificial tools. I have tools. one, dummy. <laughs> I'm a human. It's up in my head, Scott. You get it? I have one. I have one, dummy, I said. He says. <laughs> By the way, I What's wasn't ignoring you. I was reading a review that finally brings into light why we children? mentioned children. Okay, all right. All four, right. S- four stars. The skull is good. By uh, Brian Bellinger. Okay. Um, totally worth two thousand dollars. My children play for hours with their real human skull. They call them sprinkles. I knock one star off due to the lack of color choices for the case and the fact <laughs> that Frank is not dishwasher or microwave safe. Oh, they named it. Uh, well, the parents named it Frank, and the kids named it Spar- uh, Sprinkles. Okay. So, um, that must be the the thing. And then people either had fun with it as a joke, or some people are idiots and realize that uh, people troll Amazon comment, uh, comments and reviews like crazy. And oh, yeah, everything troll. gets trolled. Uh, even Amazon comments and whatnot. Yeah, that's actually a, a, a little call ahead to, to next week. Uh, we're we're going to be doing a troll discussion next week actually and i just want to throw out the first i'll bring up again at the end of the week but uh stuff like that and other like trolling awesome trolling things people have uh heard about or read about in the past you should uh, send our way because we're going to be talking about internet trolling next week so that's just a good little uh good little plug for that i'll mention it again at the end absolutely we'll tweet it out we want to get a little bit of user feedback on this one listener feedback um all right. Now, we have one last item on Amazon, and uh, for any of our listeners who want to find this, I'll probably put a, a link in our show notes. Um, I, I really, really want one, and if a, if a listener wants to support the show simply by sending me this shirt, uh, <laughs> we'll send you something in return. Maybe a Lost in Podcast shirt. Uh, maybe a Lost in Podcast shirt with a couple goodies in the same box, like a little, uh, little subscription crate from us to you in exchange for the Rage On men's kim kardashian human centipede t-shirt it's the most beautiful thing on earth it's it's it's, it's the only time you've ever used the word beautiful in the same sentence as kim kardashian I oh absolutely it. yes. it's it's her doing one of her derp faces as the front part of the original human centipede from yep. the first movie uh replacing the uh the asian fellow yeah um yeah just it, it runs large I'm normally a men's small to medium, so uh, so so shoot for small. Yep. Um, and if uh, a listener says, "Holy shit, for real!" I can get a crate full of awesome goodies in exchange for this. I'd like to do it as a promotion because guess what? I can just buy the shirt right now. I'm, yeah. I, it's only like fifty dollars. Yes. <laughs> Damn, I did not see that price. <laughs> we will definitely make you a crate of amazing shit for yeah. this. We will, we will, we will make it. Yeah, worth well, your that's while. the thing. It's a good swap promo it, as opposed to just you yeah. buying it. I'd rather trade fifty dollars worth of other swag that could be a variety thing for people. For fifty dollars for the shirt, yeah, we'll throw in a Lost Zone podcast shirt, 
Uh, a weird selection of other t-shirts, comic books, DVDs, and uh, it could be and random toys. stuff. And I mean, and we've got some interesting stuff stored up that we're going to do contests with I, later I've in got the a, year. I've got at least a couple of random, weird, uh, uh, original drawings. I've got uh, Chicken Fucker Pete. Chicken Fucking Pete. I'll throw in for that's you. A, that's an amazing drawing, by the way, guys. If you haven't seen Jer's art, and you probably should, look at, look him up on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Sonic Chalopi and I, I have any, I, And some of it's, uh, I've, got a, I've got a murderous Care Bear. You can see that on my Instagram. I'll, I'll throw that one in there. Yep. So, and uh, these are, this is original art, folks. We want this shirt to... to, to, to for Scott to rep the Lost at Home podcast via Kim Kardashian and Human Centipede, folks. Absolutely. So uh, now that you know about that, get on it. Get on the interwebs. We'll put a link up so you don't have to actually do all the typing yourself. Just click it, hit buy, mail it to us. Uh, if you actually are doing this for real, private message us on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think while we're on the uh, topic of promotional stuff and things like that, um, I wanted to just give a quick shout out to our folks over at ChaseCon. Uh, we did ChaseCon, uh, we've done two of them, and uh, last year, and we're unable to make it this year. Um, yep, this and... is the premier upstate New York uh, Comic-Con. Yep. There is nothing else like it. It is there amazing. We are sad to say we can't make it this spring. We have a lot of other obligations on our plates. But we uh, we might go in the fall. We're yeah, not we're, sure yet. Yeah, we're hoping that uh, falls to, uh, at a decent time where we can actually go to that one because it was a really it was a blast uh, the last couple of times. That being said, our absence definitely should not uh, equate to your absence if you are able to make it to ChaseCon. Um, so to give you kind of an idea of when it is, where it is, who's going to be there, we're just going to go ahead and roll this ad from ChaseCon. All right. Now, with that out of the way, we're going to move into the final part of our show this week. We're going to move into our discussion piece. And for this week's discussion, we're going to talk about Richard Simmons. Uh, the reason we're bringing What's up, up Richard Simmons... What's up with Richard Simmons now? Well, this isn't a now thing. This is an ongoing I thing. I haven't seen him in a while. Yeah, no one has. <gasps> but he's fine. He's Good. Just, he's just fine. Moving on. Housekeeping. We got some... No. <laughs> No, apparently um, no one has really seen or heard much of Richard Simmons in like the last two years. Uh, very little, in fact. Yeah, and, well, and we're not talking about like the, the general public, which is true. We haven't. But you don't think about that for aging celebrities and stuff. You think like, okay, whatever. They retire. They're doing their thing. Some of them, shoot, might be dead or whatever. You just don't even know. This is like some friends and families and stuff that even raise some concern, apparently. Uh, or I yeah. should say uh, reportedly. <coughs> Um, raised some concern about his whereabouts or lack thereof. Yep, there was actually a uh, series of articles wondering if he was in fact abducted and being held hostage in a Hollywood mansion against his will. What a leap to just be like, I haven't seen this person in a while. <laughs> Fucking A, they're hostage in a Hollywood mansion. Well, it wasn't the only rumor. And, uh, there, maybe there was also check that person's like basement before they oh he's probably hostage somewhere or just like a knock dirty... on his door and ask are you okay because <laughs> yeah. that's what happened in january was these stories were circulating right. around christmas and what ended up happening was cops did go to his house in hollywood knocked on the door and he, and answered? he just answered and he's like like hello Hi. <laughs> exactly yeah. that's exactly what he did he, he did his best rip torn impression <laughs> which is and just, then just sauntered which, back into <laughs> his foyer which is actually just a richard simmons impression <laughs> With a slightly higher visual. And less, yeah. and less confetti. Yeah, yeah. They, there's not nearly as much confetti you have to pick out of your teeth. Yep. Perfect. I, I like Richard Simmons always been a blast, man. That guy's, uh, he's, he, he's, he's a character. He's gotten a bad rep his entire life, though, because if you think about it, back in the 80s, he was gay, 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 gay. Yeah. I mean, before Rick, Rick your gay, average yeah. person knew what gay even was. Like, we, we even, back in our well, younger I mean, to, days. To, like, pop culture-wise, like, where it was still, especially in certain... Uh, 
area. Well, it was well, also during that. You and I were kids in the eighties, right? Yeah. So like when we knew we saw Rip Torn on like uh, uh, what was that game show that he was always on with the panel Newlywed Game? Was that it? Was that the one? There's a couple of them where he was always a panelist. Okay. And uh, yeah, he was just weird. He was that weird comedian. Yeah. It, it, his behavior didn't mean gay to you because you were so young, you didn't even know what fucking gay well, was. Well, yeah, and, and, he, and he was just like... Same a, with Richard Simmons. And I he didn't was know just, he was gay. And he was just flamboyant and all this, but like Richard Simmons... thought it was a personality. Like, yeah. And Richard know. Simmons was a very, like, you know, very distinct personality. And he was all over the TV and everything with his, uh, for those of you who might be too young to actually have bumped into uh, Richard Simmons all over the TV. Back in the day, like, his... I mean, my my mom used to watch his like workout sweating to the oldies videos and stuff like that. Sweating yeah. to the Cause, oldies because he's easy very energetic and he got oh, everybody yeah. pumped up and, and he had he, a big fro and he yeah he's got and a he's fucking kick ass fro like but yeah it's like it's Bob Ross fro that's for sure. Um, so yeah, but you know it seems like somebody like that might want to eventually in their older age uh, settle down and just hang out a little bit. But yeah, he in the in the eighties of course it uh, during the eighties of course it was also the uh, there was also a little more of a stigma. <laughs> There. I just found that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Sweating um, to the old. But there was a stigma uh, surrounding uh, homosexuality even more so than in a lot, e- like even earlier because of the AIDS scare, which of course then put like a magnifying glass or ma- a microscope on AIDS. Which was they're, good. They which caught, is good. They got so much they, more research at that God point. damn it. They caught AIDS. <laughs> we found it. No, no. Catching AIDS is the bad thing. We caught him. We caught yeah. them AIDS. Put away the lasso, Dr. Sinclair. We found AIDS with a microscope. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to lose my medical license. Now, uh, the, the, the stigma of gayness surrounding Richard Simmons is kind of sad. In fact, if you go on UrbanDictionary.com and look up Richard Simmons, there's actually a very brief description about him. It's almost 100% accurate. Below it, 20 words related to Richard Simmons. They always have a, a word cloud, if you will, where yeah. you can do associative searches for anything on Urban Dictionary. Right. Uh, gay, homo, homosexual, fag, kit, K-I-T. Probably something to do with gay. Uh, anal, ass, douche, Elton John, gaydar, Richard, vagina, dick, Lance Bass, man sauce, Poop, power, queer, shit, sauce, tilto whirl. So, uh, no, needless, needless to say, he's being uh, he's very much related, yeah. uh, related almost in completely um, to his sexuality. Or what I was thinking. Um, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, he's everybody is is linking him to his sexuality as like that's him in his personality. Did he ever do something with a tilto whirl that I'm missing? He very well could have. I'd have to Google that one. I'm kind of curious. You really want to dig down that? No, Google no, I already did. I, I spent a good portion of the afternoon typing Richard Simmons into Google and then weird or legend or urban legend or story or myth. And I really didn't find anything too dramatic. His life has actually been pretty much normal. He well, was he's a celebrity like a in the 80s. Super nice person, apparently. He retired and, to his mansion. Yeah. And uh, the weird rumors of him being dead get stranger because during the time where no one had actually gone to check on him, you know, prior to January where the police knocked on his door or this week where he put out a public statement, uh, people were thinking that he had hired a housekeeper for his home that was actually a voodoo priestess who had put him under a spell and was keeping him hostage. Well, so that's like the old that, that's school another voodoo story. zombies, like the old, uh, the old school, like 1930s white zombie type zombies where you were just under like a, a voodoo trance. Um, yes, exactly. So he was essentially like an old school zombie. Um, that, that's. I wonder if it's just because he's such an explosive personality and so like vibrant, and also like had because of that, he seems like he would be a magnet for 
like something like he's got to be fucked up somehow. There's got to be something wrong with him. There's got to be some. Whereas really, he's like, nope. I it just I'm a really not, vibrant yeah. personality. I led that life. I'm pretty chill. I'm just ready to chill out here and there. And uh, if people just expect to be like, oh, there's you got to Google something weird with Richard Simmons. That guy had to crack like you know uh, Michael Jackson or something. He, style. I mean, oh, being snap. a recluse, he could do anything, and we wouldn't know. Yeah, you know. I mean, it could be something sublime and boring, like just jerking off to his old workout videos. That's what I That's would it. do. I, I, Giant projection screen, 70-foot-tall Richard Simmons on his wall. Yeah, I'm actually really glad that I, I I used to film myself working out two Richard Simmons working out, workout videos, because when I retire, that's just going to be all my masturbation is done watching me on a 70-foot uh, like IMAX-style screen uh, working out two Richard Simmons videos. That makes me sad that you actually have a plan. That's... <laughs> like I don't even I haven't even gone that far. I, I said I said fuck the uh, the Roth four hundred one k all that stuff. Fuck all that stuff. I'm gonna make my own damn uh, retirement plan. The I only thing I need money for far. I'm gonna I've got enough money out of my social security to pay for that seventy foot screen, and then I'm good. I'm good. I've been preparing for this my whole life by filming myself to workout videos. Now, the thing I've been preparing for my entire life is our own five star reviews. Really? And. If you're listening to the show and you've liked what you've heard so far, we'd like you to go to iTunes at this point. Yeah. Pause the show, literally. We'll wait. Have you paused the show? We're waiting. Seriously, we can tell you haven't yet. Yeah. We know you're we're just listening We're looking to dead... right now and nobody's left them, can... possibly because we're recording this before you've heard well, it. We can tell you're not. We're going to be Still. here. We're going to be here for a while. This is going to take some time. <laughs> now, So you might as well just shut us up just, just and just it. go do it. It takes a couple seconds. Wait, wait, wait. Let's give him a moment. Pause. Have you, have you paused yet? I think they paused. Okay. Let's assume they actually did it. You went to iTunes, you left us a five-star review, you wrote a little something, Clone. and you know what? Whatever you write, we're going to read on air. So as a little incentive, if you have something to plug, something to push, you want to say something wacky, or you want to put words literally in our mouths that we will speak to our thousands upon thousands of listeners, you can do that. Well, like, well Scott, but Scott, well, here's the thing is, what if people say, okay, yeah, you say that, but I don't believe you. Do you have any proof that you'll read these on the air? Well, here, uh, RotPod sent us a five-star review. This is very unique. A unique podcast, and we'll get you interested from the start. Creative, and we'll keep you engaged. Keep it up, guys. Now, that's pretty basic. I yeah, like it. It's, it's good. It's, it's good. It keeps it's, my it's, spirits it's high. Good. It's good and positive. It's just straight up but about you, you us. Could but just, you could be weird. You could be weirder. You could be like uh, five stars from Ass Jacket. Uh, that's assuming that's your iTunes username. Oh, I thought that was like a, like an Amazon product that they, somebody wanted to use. <laughs> does that mean it's a jacket made of asses, or does it mean it's a jacket for your ass? I feel a jacket for your ass is pants. A jacket made of assholes. It would it would have to be that together like leather sewn asshole. How about like it's a jacket? It's an ass jacket, but like it's that full uh, design, kind of like the Kim Kardashian shirt, where it's just all around. But it's just various pictures of of douchebags and assholes. So it's like Justin Ooh. Bieber, uh, and uh, that's the one I can think of. But other assholes, Kanye West, Kanye West, yeah, yep. and uh, and uh, that was oh, a, that was actually a story I wish we had brought, put on the show this week, but we didn't have uh, enough room on the docket. The 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 entire giant like three story mural in Melbourne, Australia, of Kanye West making out with Kanye West 
Oh shit! Yeah, someone awesome. like Gorilla painted one on like a three-story building, and it's amazing. I, I did see on a, one of I frequent a lot of art blogs and uh, and like Juxtapose magazine, Beautiful Bazaar, and all these kind of things. And uh, there is somebody who was under fire from Donald Trump and Facebook for posting. Um, they did a painting of Donald Trump posing nude with a very, very, very tiny, tiny micro penis. Um, <laughs> and, awesome. and, uh, and so they uh, they they've had face Facebook is I guess you know, attempted, like, send them, you know, warnings about taking it down, but they don't have to necessarily right away. Also, they talk about suspending. Like that go viral. Like, it could well, be on everyone's it's, page. It's already, day. it's already viral, like, enough to the the internet where, um, so the Trump, uh, the Trump folks, I was thinking about, actually, I forgot that this was I actually Does made he have tiny good, hands, too? Uh, I don't know. I hope to God he has little teeny <laughs> hands and a little it's, teeny it, penis. It's kind of a disturbing picture just because it's, it's definitely Donald Trump. It's a good painting, but it's like this tiny, he's posing with a tiny penis, but the person, um, is refusing to take it down. I don't know if they have yet or anything like that. Um, so, you know, Facebook said they, you know, they could suspend their account. Donald Trump and his lawyers have gotten in touch and tried to get them to take it down, obviously in his bullying way and trying to, you know, squash, uh, you know, freedom of speech and all that. Even though I can see, be like, oh, you shouldn't be doing this, but he's kind of ruining, potentially ruining the country. So I say, you know, fair game, all that kind of stuff. But the person is saying every time it gets taken down or that they get a threat to take it down, they're, they were donating $100 to the Bernie Sanders campaign. So, oh, so so every time Donald Trump actually successfully gets them to take it down from somewhere. But it's all over the Internet now, too. So that... Uh, yeah, I, so, I may be reposting that tonight on my own so, personal so it, page. So it's, it's worth it's worth taking a peek. It's got penis in it, but uh, fair enough. It's got Donald Trump micro penis. Um, so uh, so yeah, people should check that out. Um, I also want to uh, uh, jump ahead once again. Just mention really uh, quickly. Uh, next week, I want to do a discussion on internet trolling uh, for the hundred tenth episode. Yep. So I wanted to if, if big one ten. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what a number! What a number that one is. Uh, my favorite number. I think one eleven will be pretty interesting. That's a that's the three the first triple digit. Uh, one ten. Um, it's the age of the shorties I look up online. <laughs> like literally, like blue haired shorties. Oh yeah, they blue haired shorties yeah. com. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah. So uh, I wanted to just do a little. Uh, it's actually was based on a story that was gonna make it into this uh, week, which I will discuss next week instead. And it kind of got me down my own little uh, Google hole of sorts. And so I started looking up like some of the best of trolling. Um, anybody who wants to assist with that and send us either your own, if you have any personal experience with either being trolled or trolling in a fu- funny way, not like trolling, bullying. The cyberbullying and trolling are two very different things. Um, they can. They can tell me about it. <laughs> they can. <laughs> they can that the hard way. They, they can certainly Sorry, be Jimmy. blurred. Hope That's your mom still isn't too mad. Yeah, yeah. Sorry for all the suicide you committed there, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jimbo. Hope he's listening in heaven. Um, <laughs> if I had a dime for everybody I cyberbullied into suicide, <laughs> I'd uh, have enough to buy that human skull. But I don't need to because I got all those. Suicide heads. It'd be pennies from heaven. Uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway. Because they um, don't need them there. Because <laughs> they're dead. Yeah. Uh, oh, I thought just because everything's free in heaven. But no, everything costs way more than a penny. So they're fucking useless. So anybody who has a personal uh, trolling story that you want to pass along. Or, um, uh, uh, you know, also if you just have like a favorite trolling story of the past. I know like Dub the Dew is one of my favorites. We'll go into some of the information about that. The, yeah, we're uh, do- the Bill Cosby meme. Uh, pretty much it went to people who try to like ask people to name something online. Or, which is like the dumbest thing you can do is create a poll like hey help us name our product and then of course that's 
his troll bait. So uh, any, oh, like like that boat. That's that's what's going to be the story that fuels it next week. That is Bodie McBoatface. Yeah. Um, and that actually, so I started reading about that, and I was like, I wonder what some other like awesome. Please don't get people to name this kind of things have, have happened. Got me into a lot of uh, areas, Stephen and I realized Bear alone has that's done right, the, a plenty plentiful amount of those. Yeah, so and th- that's the thing is they can also be like uh, not necessarily trolls that happen organically through, which actually none of them really happen also, organically. They're usually called to actions by some trolling organization like the uh, 4chan or Reddit or something like that. Also, uh, in the meantime, before we record next week, while giving all the things Jared just asked for, if you can find an example of something that we could maybe attribute our name to where it shouldn't be. Uh, we can always pursue that, and with enough support from our listeners uh, and our friends on the internet, maybe we can make that happen. I like it. So that's uh, that's a little piece of looking forward ahead to next week. Our discussion piece is going to be about some trolling stuff. We're going to put some pieces together. Anybody who wants to be a part of that and wants to send us along stories or some of your favorites, we'll uh, sift through them and, and kind of just compile some of the best of. Uh, I've got plenty to offer myself as well, but I figured this could be a nice little uh, way for folks to to. Put it out there so you can uh, email us, um, get in touch with us. Uh, well, I guess you can. It, that would be a good time for shout-outs of this sort. Uh, get in touch with us on Facebook. That's uh, The Lost at Home on That's Facebook. the name of the show. <laughs> uh, it's a, the, the versus not the. Or LostHomePodcast.com is our, our, our uh, uh, internet website. Is there a contact form on there? On the there is. Lost, I thought there was there. You can also get in touch with us uh, on Twitter. And, uh, at the not. Lost at Home on Twitter and right. personally at Tears for Candy. Uh, I'm at Sonic Jalopy. Feel free to, to message me anything. Also, Sonic Jalopy is where you can also find me on Instagram, as we noted earlier. Legend. If you want to see some stuff to toss into the uh, the bag of goodies if you get us that Kim Kardashian shirt. Leg- Legend Tripper for myself on Instagram with an underscore in the middle. Cool. I don't have a unified presence on the internet, I guess. I have a different name for almost everything. But well, you, well, you used I, to be Lost at Home. it was Lost at Home for everything, yeah. but, but now you, it's, then they need to diverse. I was going to say, now it's our brand, so... Yeah. We, we kind of re- uh, usurped your brand. Oh, and we may be starting a Patreon soon. So if we do that, we'll put a link out on Twitter and whatnot, and you guys can see what we're offering yeah. and why. Yeah, we still need to brainstorm I, I, I really, what we're doing. I don't think people are going to donate to our Patreon when we finally do it. I think a lot of people aren't going to want to give us money to have a star named after the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is the goal. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, <laughs> we want we want a star. It feels very selfish, but you can help make it happen. I that's what I want. Yeah, that's the big thing. We're we're done I begging want a for star money. Called Lost at Home. We're done begging for money for web hosting shit like that. We want the real prize. Eye on the real prize. Just think uh, about it. Five thousand years down the road, after global warming has destroyed the Earth, and the last survivors get across on board like the Ark to right. take them to a new world. What if that world was orbiting Lost at Home, and it was a little bit poignant that they went there? Huh? Didn't that think great? about it. Think about that possibility, which it seems that's very likely. Very likely. <laughs> the hundreds upon billions of billions of billions of stars in our parallel multiple universes. When we finally get there, it very well could be. We should actually make sure to find out. Hmm, now, they usually, they usually name stars. Well, no, the name the stars. We should find out if there are any stars that seem. No, those are always found. Like likely the ones near habitable to, planets? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they discover the star first. They and do. Then they find the planet from the shadow. They, they, they well, and, and from the wobble. Yep. So uh, there's there's multiple ways now of uh, now they've got multiple telescopes looking that's, for it. That's how I find my 110 year old shorties from the wobble. From the wobble, girl. I <laughs> you can got tell some from the, hot yeah, wobble. I can tell from the back that you ain't just a baby. Got that wobble in the hobbling, in the. Uh, the cement scraping labia. That's right. Your pussy lips is dripping. 
That was got really bad. I don't know. First With of all, desperation, I not fluid, because you're dry, because you're a druid. Uh, I realize I don't, I don't think that's a stereotype about old people that their uh, their pussy lips dangle. Old but... ass cunt, old as Alan Funt. Wait, he's old. Okay, all right, <laughs> all right. I think we need to leave. I think you were trying to, find, to, to put the word cunt in there. Um, uh, yeah, I'm ready to leave, and uh, I actually wanted to just. We're gonna be going out on a song. Um, it's actually it's a really cool song anyway, but uh, I want it's people to go. It's the best song. It has the, it best, the best words. Song. It's the best words. It's the best. <laughs> it's the smallest penis, biggest penis, biggest penis, uh, by Carpenter Brute, which is uh, it's kind of like '80s synth, kind of like Perturbator. We've played on the show as well. Yeah. So think of like um, John Car- Carpenter, Car- John Carpenter movies, things like that. Um, but also the main reason I stumbled across it. Well, I've, I've liked Carpenter Brood anyway, but there's a new album out called Trilogy. The song I'm going to be playing is uh, Turbo Killer, but you definitely have to go check the video out of every Carpenter Brood uh, video because they're all shot like little short uh, films. Anyway, they're like eight or nine minutes long. Usually this one's like four minutes long, but it's the visuals are amazing. If you like that era of horror movie and that music, uh, definitely check it out. So, and if you uh, are also in the the field of uh, blue collar work, where you lay floors and do molding for doorways and windows, uh, I would suggest using Carpenter Brute. It is a fine aftershave to get rid of that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> where this is going? I was like, I was, I, I, I was wondering if you put it using this as a really like crude RFP to like redo your your house or something like that. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, listen, anybody out there do like you know grout work oh, or something? Carpenter Brute sounds like a like an aftershave a carpenter would use. It, yeah, or, it, it would be. Yeah. Yeah. Or a, uh, what do you call men perfume? Oh, not cologne. Not, cologne. cologne. There we go. Aftershave and cologne. Yeah. Sorry, I don't do scents. I no. I, uh, <laughs> I was doing air quotes there for the listener. Deodorant and deodorant. soap, I guess. Yeah. So those, those are both. Well. Yeah, and actually, my, sometimes my I confuse is, them in the in, in the shower, and the water just hits you, and like it's like duck be, feathers, it beads, beads up, and then you get a, like yeah. an awful. Uh, I think if you were use that much deodorant all over your body, you might get a rash. Well, you think you wouldn't confuse deodorant for soap when it takes at least three or four minutes with a butter knife to pull that entire <laughs> stick of deodorant out. I of just the like you. I like, I like we like a, like a vegetable peeler just shaving off pieces of your deodorant top. <laughs> Just to wipe it all over your body, compacting it into a bar form. <laughs> Honey, another 45-minute shower? I'm shaving my soap. Yeah. I know this world's going to hell when they're putting soap in hard shell plastic wrappers instead of just wax paper. Yeah, like the fucking shoplifting has just been getting out of control. I can't believe they have to package soap like this now. You got a vegetable peeler and everything. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thanks for that uh, listening up, and hopefully everybody enjoyed, et cetera, et cetera. And I uh, hope you enjoy Carpenter Brute Turbo Killer. Take care.